Welcome to In The Clock Again, an Arsenal podcast with me, Steve. And joining me as always, I've got the K-Man, Ireland's finest. Good morning, mate. How are you? Good morning, Steve. Uh, not too bad, not too bad. Um, hope you had a great Christmas. Hope the listeners had a great Christmas. Um, and not all too confused, like myself and probably you, because, you know, you're confused quite a lot, in you? Let's be honest. But um, we're in that middle point, in we, of Christmas and New Year, where you haven't got bloody clue what's going on. What day is it? What time is it? Do I need to go anywhere? Should I be dressed? Yes, yeah, it's this a, a magical time of year, isn't it? But um, no, I'm all good. And uh, hoping the same for you and the listeners, mate. Yeah, I can relate to um, I can relate to that. How how was your how was your Christmas? Was it good? Yeah, I think it is Christmases can be over the last couple of years. Uh, this one was a slight upgrade on last year. I think last year over here in Ireland was in, you know incredibly low bar. It was, you know, we were still in lockdown and you know, you couldn't really do anything. And if you were meeting up with your designated household, you could you had to wear masks indoors, which is a bit shit. Uh, did you? No, this, this was last year. Uh, this year was, uh, you know, we, we didn't uh, have masks on and that sort of stuff. So it was nice, small Christmas, quiet, uh, but ultimately looked well fed, which is always the main thing, isn't it? You know, you sit there and there's a bit of a potato um, come Christmas evening, don't you? <laughs> Just, I'm a pig in a blanket, mate, come, come Christmas evening. You look like a pig in a blanket with that hat on. <laughs> says the man. Says the man in a dressing gown and nothing else. Listen, listen. There we go. It's. Uh, I mean, listen. I'm on annual. I'm on leave now. I want. Uh, we record this. We record this <laughs> listener on Wednesday, the 29th of December. Uh, mm-hmm. Two days. Two days until New Year. Last um, part of 2021. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, isn't it? Technically, mm. we've been doing it. Technically, we've been doing it for three years now. Soon. 2020, 2021, 2022. Um, we've come a long way, really. I feel like, you know, when we started it, Arsenal were, were uh, diabolical. Diabolical. <laughs> and yeah. All right, it's all our out. influence then. It is. It's got to be our influence then, yeah. Steve. As long as we keep podcasting, Arsenal will improve. So if we start, we're fucked. We can't, we keep winning, which is, which is lovely. <laughs> it's great. Um, but it's like, I don't know how to take it. We were deprived of another victory. Yes, was it yesterday? No, but I see yeah. days, days and weeks. No, it was yesterday. Yesterday we were supposed yes. to play. Yeah, play Wolves. Um, yeah. But apparently they had a few injuries. I think it was more injuries than COVID cases. How did you feel bit... about that being called off? Just, just out of interest. I mean, I think going into Man City probably a little bit of a blessing in disguise. At the same mm. time, you've still got to play that game against Wolves, right? So, yeah, you've got to cram it in somewhere else. So. Mm. Um, it's better to have points on the board um, than games in hand. Hundred uh, percent. No, you know, results. Yeah, results have actually been really good for us, though. Everyone's been dropping points. Liverpool lost last night. Tottenham drew. Mm. Um, Man United drew as well. So yeah. And just that, like the reason I asked that as well, because there's different ways you could look at it. I think yeah, I, I think momentum's great. I'd rather have the points on the board than games in hand um, for sure, because that puts you know takes the pressure off us and puts it on others, which is always a winner. But also having that game called off, we're going to have two games in, what, three days? Mm. Which, as we're all fully aware, Jürgen Klopp's got massive issues with that, hasn't he? I was he? about to say, are you doing a Jürgen Klopp on me? No, 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 absolutely not, because, you know, it's it didn't matter, ultimately. And I'm not too fussed about it. I mean, look, Wolves, as much as they had rest, could have been a bit rusty. Um, you know, that's where our form could have come into play and we could have got more more points. But I think, is Man City's game on tonight against Brentford? Is that still going ahead? If I so, so, 
that's an extra game for them to play. I know they've got basically two starting 11s, but um, it it's something, right? It's something to, as a fan, to cling on to and go, well, maybe, maybe Man City will be knackered on New Year's Day. Probably not. Probably um, not. Well, probably Phil, not. Phil, Phil Foden and uh, Jack Grealish will still be out on the piss till about 4 a.m. Let's <laughs> hope so. They'll be, they'll be rocking <laughs> up. Let's hope Brentford just kick the shit out of them tonight. Um, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a difficult one, isn't it? Uh, but I think yeah. it's, it's 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 sort of a test, is it, to see what, you know where we are. Mm. Um, we had a similar conversation when we played Liverpool, and we I think even though we talked about it being a free hit, which I don't necessarily agree with in hindsight, um, mm. we we fell short, and we and it, it wasn't good enough. So you know, on on the back of a very good run, we've won five and five now. So. Yeah, let's see what we can do. Scoring goals for fun as well, which is the that's the really strange thing for me. But obviously, look, not strange, but you know what I'm trying to say. It's ultimately really enjoyable, right? To I can't remember for for, for fucking ages actually when you think about it. I mean, I, I've mentioned it. We've had the old game here or there where you sit back and you feel relaxed watching the Arsenal, which is which is nice because usually you're on edge or literally watching the you know defenses of past years gone by absolutely shitting a brick trying to play off from the back um whereas i feel a lot more comfortable with it now um and it was it's been a really like not one of the games over christmas if you've been sat there going shit do you know what i mean like or there's been any fear literally we scored early early enough in the games and we've just been playing good football um is it i mean look the you can't look at you know the the recent run of form uh, and not talk about um, Aubameyang being out of that squad is it purely coincidence I don't know mate to be honest with you it just we do look a lot better don't we going forward mm-hmm. um, it, you know like it, whether that's just design or chance who knows but it's been I don't know how you felt watching the games over over Christmas but for me just really enjoyable um, and relaxing to be honest with you yeah very much so did you did you watch the game on Boxing Day I was um, at family Mm. I was having the family paella on Boxing Day at Steph's parents. So uh, I had it on my phone. I was sort of flicking, um, flicking it on, flicking it off. That sounds wrong, mm. isn't it? Just it really does. So I, I wasn't going to say it, mate, but yeah, flicking. <laughs> Just, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flick, flicking the bean. Um, bit, of blue, bit of blue foot, lads. Bit of, bit of blue foot. He's blue, Alan. He's blue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, reference there. Um, but no, I, I, you know, it's funny because I, I turned it on. And um, I was watching it and I turned it off we were, and then I, I turned it back on and they were celebrating the first goal. I was like, oh, fantastic. And the mm. same thing happened with the second goal. Missed both goals, but like, just mm. like by, by seconds, like they were, it cut to the players celebrating in the corner. Um, mm. So let's let's dive into it, shall we? Um, I mean, I think going into the game, we were all fairly confident, right? Norwich, poor, yeah. poor team, they're really? facing, listen, they, they're going down. There's no two ways about it. Um, but at the same time, you know, going away from home, it's never easy. Um, but this, oh, I, thought, I thought, you know, no complaints at all. We, we we went for the kill and completely dominated the game, didn't we? Really? Yeah, we really did from from the off. Um, it just, it just never looked in doubt. I mean, yeah, there's been a few games that we've gone into lately, which is unusual uh, for this this Arsenal side and for us as supporters. But yeah, there was no fear, was there? Um, you know, you don't, you already touched on it there. I think we're all pretty confident going into it because you look at that that Norwich side and fucking hell, it's you know it's different manager, same shit, isn't it? Um, sometimes you really can't polish a shite, um, 
that's that's the the, the be all and end all that you know that story. But you can't polish a turd. You can't polish a turd, mate. Uh, not a shiny yellow one like that, anyway. Um, but yeah, they're they're an awful football side. And do you know what? I don't know if you saw this. I think I only read it this morning somewhere. But their fans were singing um, to Billy Gilmore, who's on loan from Chelsea, to basically go back to Chelsea. Like. I saw that. That's really I don't know poor. who Billy Gilmore is, to be honest, though. That, that's how much interest I have in Chelsea and mm. in Norwich. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. I mean, he's supposed to be a good player. You know, he's part of the Scottish set and all that. But um, nothing. I mean, look, I don't know him in, in the ins and outs of him as a player. And I've not watched Norwich very often because fuck that for a laugh. Um, no. But um, yeah, I just think that's sort of, you know, that's, we've done it as fans. We've fucking booed players off and all that. It doesn't look good, does it? Uh, you know, as a fan base, we still talk about that Abue situation. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, to be fair, it would be hypocritical of us who criticise them, especially with like, I mean, I remember we put Danielson on eBay once. Was it Danielson or was it Nicholas <laughs> Ben there? Do you Either remember one. the. Yeah. Do you remember that? I don't remember this. No, I've never heard of this. Bit. Uh, let me let me double check that. I think it, I think it was Denilson who um, they put on the listing. That is um, funny. You you having a quick Google there, aren't you? You're going to try and find a quick word. Google. Um, we can hear Steve's slow typing in the background there, and one fingered <laughs> outlet. I'll come back Home to you. I'll have a look in a bit. I'll do, I'll do some investigating in a bit, um, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that happened. But no, like you know, it's. It's one of those, isn't it? I think as football fans, it's easy to lose your heads, and we, we're very reactionary. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, I can go back a few a few months when we when we drew of Palace, and I was so fed up of Mikelatere, and I just felt like we weren't making any progress. Um, mm. And then I think like we were we went on that really good run, and then we lost to Liverpool, we lost to United, we lost to Everton, and you know, it's very it's like a yo-yo feeling, right? And here we are a month down the line again, and we're all very much excited. And, you know, we've got this very exciting young team, young manager, and um, there's a real, you know, a real feel-good factor around the place. But it's it's crazy, you know, you, you lose a couple of games and that goes out the window instantly, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, like we've, we've spoken about it on this podcast a few times, how fluid your opinion can be in football. And it's, do you know what? That's perfectly normal, perfectly acceptable. You know, there is times where yourself Liam and maybe you know I was probably on the fence but I think there was a time there a couple of months ago that even I was a bit like this, this is this going anywhere is it um, you could see flashes of it so that's what we hang on to I think um, because it, it's clear signs isn't there that we're on the up or you know we are heading in the right trajectory, uh, trajectory. Um, but at the same time it's just you know look at January fixtures mate you know you're talking about how we swing month to month and our team or whatever but you know, we've got City away, uh, and then we've got the double header against Liverpool in the in the in the cup, and then we've got Tottenham away, um, and then Burnley at home. We won't worry about Burnley too much, but it's a big month for us. Yeah, there's lots going on. There's big games. Um, you know, the Tottenham one's the the most interesting out of the lot, not just because it's a North London derby, but you know they've had a bit of a resurgence, haven't they? Unfortunately, uh, and the Conte, which I think we all knew would happen, um, it's probably why a lot of us were disappointed he was going to manage there. Not for the fact he wasn't coming to us, but I just don't want Tottenham to be good ever, to be honest with you. Um, but with all those games coming up, well, look, we, there's potential that we might get a pants down situation. I'd like to think not. I'd like to think that those days are kind of over and it's you know you'll probably go well what happened at Liverpool there a few weeks back it's not that long ago that we got our pants pulled down at Liverpool away 
Now, look, we're not going to face the same Liverpool side in, in the in the cup, I wouldn't think, especially with the way that, as we've already touched on, that Jurgen Klopp's literally losing his nut over fixtures in general. But um, it's going to be, as we all know, there's going to be bumps in the road, isn't there? It's not going to be smooth sailing. It's just not the way that sport is. Um, but the the difference, I think, this time round is, and, you know, we will touch on this in a bit, you know, we will come on to it being, you know, Mikel Arteta's two years at Arsenal. But what's different this time is that we can all see the direction. The players are likeable. There's that connection between them and us. Um, there's just a lot. It just feels different, right? Um, like I saw you post on it, you know, you really love this Arsenal team. It's hard not to. Um, you know, there's a big, you know, there's a big core of English players there. Um, they're all young, hungry, playing for each other, playing for the shirt, committed to the, to the cause. They're obviously, they've always spoken highly of Arteta from the off, even when we're going through those poor stages, you know, they're constantly singing his praises and look, that unity that we've been talking about and that togetherness, it's there, isn't it? And, you know, we spoke about it before. It's the, you know, my eyes can tell me more than stats sometimes. Um, and that's, it's a big test. Yeah, January's going to be a big test. Uh, you need to stop me, Steve, because I will just keep going. You know this. Just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> just keeps going. They see me rolling. Yeah. Can't, I can't help but sing, can I? Every, every no, podcast, every podcast you've got. Song. Yeah. Um, you know what? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a big moment, but I think another huge factor is whether, the, whether there's going to be fans there. Mm. Um, hopefully, Boris doesn't do anything stupid. We're all, vac- We're all vaccinated, Boris. Let us in. Um, yeah, I think vac- yeah, that's, the, that's the sorry, Steve. Just that's the key point, though, isn't it? Like, I know it's a tough one, and you know, I'm not telling people whether they should vax up or not. But I do think if you want to go to a large event such as going to the football, I do think you should be um, fully vaccinated. Um, well, right. Well, I'm, fair, I'm not saying it? that, but you know, even. Yeah, if you if you can show a clear te- a, a clear test or vaccinated, then yeah, that too. There's no reason yeah. why they should be shutting these events down. We've we've got the the capabilities now to manage these things. Stop, mm. you know, it's such an easy out just to go. No, you can't come. Um, but yeah, I, I think that will play a huge a huge part. I think you know you, you go to Tottenham's. They're 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 in form. It's going to be a very tough game, but you know definitely winnable. Forest in the FA Cup. I think we should win there. Um, Liverpool over two legs. I said dinner on the last podcast. That was that was the game I didn't really want, but I don't know. It will be interesting to see how serious they take it, because obviously you know they're, they're still in the Champions League as well. That they're, they're, they're in a they're in a title push. Yeah, um, not for much longer because they're about to get left for dead. But they're still mm. in the title race, and you know what Jurgen Klopp's like. He's always whinging about these getting these fixtures, so he mm. might rest some players. He, he didn't go fully strong against. Leicester, if I'm right, I think he did. He didn't. He didn't roll out the big guns, and they still managed to go through, mm. which was most frustrating. I think they were three one down at one point as well, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, I remember that's. I, I I had the same kind of response to you in the group there in the group chat, and that was you know you told me a three one down. I was like, yeah, brilliant. This is fantastic. Uh, and then the next I heard about it was yeah, Liam coming into the group chat being like they've won on penalties. I was like, sorry, mm. fucking what? It's so it echoes that game when we we we, we drew five all, mm. and uh, Martinez let all five in. Yeah, yeah. And well, then we'll we see. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a it's, it's gonna be a big month. Um, and I think this is not, I think I think we need to I think we just need to attack it like we've been attacking games recently. Um, That's the thing, we're, yeah. we're, we're full of confidence. 
I just want a performance against Man City. I want to. I want to mm. try and match them for, for as long as we can. I, I don't yeah. want to capitulate. I don't want to be talking about a four 0 defeat. I don't want to be saying, "Well, it was a free hit and they're miles ahead of us." Like, you know, there, there are so many teams, you know, who, who go up against the likes of City and Liverpool and they lose one 0 or two one. When you come away from games and you, you had your pants pulled down, it's sort of like, well, it's not. It's not good enough. So we'll see, won't we? I think it's, it's going to be. It's going to be an interesting one. Um, to say the least. Uh, do you reckon we could take anything from it? Talk about just throwing me under the bus. I mean, look, it's one of those where if we all turn up and really go at it, possibly, it's still only, a, you know, even if we're at our max, I still think it's possible. Um, or it's a possibility because ah, that's football, isn't it? Anyone anyone can beat anybody on their day. Um, but it's Man City. Uh, they're, they're a freak of a team. It's very robotic. As I've said before, you know, if I had to choose between watching either Liverpool or City on a given day, I'm watching Liverpool just for the entertainment factor. I find City mm. quite boring to watch, but it's effective. very effective football. Um, I must <sighs> say, that's one of the, like asking that question then, it's one of the first times like you ever struggled for a response. There was like, <laughs> I was thinking, is he gone? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those, isn't it? Complete silence. Yeah, you stump me every now and again, mate. But it's, I don't know, it's just the fact it's City. I'm, any of the big boys, you know, the big boys, actually. I just say any time we face City or Liverpool over the last couple of, you know, two, three years, you just fear the worst because they are freakishly good sides. It's, you know, I look at them as, that's probably how people looked at the Invincible squad, mate, when we were great. Um you know, you probably fucking shit your pants every time you had to play Arsenal back then, and rightly so, because we were unbelievable. But it's, I, I don't know, I'd like to say there's always a chance, right? You know, you can't help thinking of, you know, dumb and dumber. You're telling me there's a chance, but um, maybe. I mean, I can't give you a straight answer on it. It's just, it's, it's, no. it's too hard. And, and like we'll, I said, we'll leave even, that there then, because, yeah. you know, it's, 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 we'll find out, won't we? On yeah, we'll, we'll find um, out. And it could be a fucking shite start to 2022. Yeah. So. We'll see. Um, going back to what I said about um, Denilson, it, it was Denilson who was put up on eBay. <laughs> I don't know this. Brilliant. Um, the description was he has 160 plus games on the clock, but don't mm. worry, at no time was the player ever overexerted. In fact, he's so easy going, even, pod, even podgy middle-aged referees breeze past him in important games. He's yeah. technically sound, literally never seems to get injured, passes sideways with precision and vigour and will be perfect for a team that requires a slow defensive midfielder that is less mobile than a beached oil tanker. Jesus <laughs> He's the master of the free, the, the free foot pass and he is a powerful like a bull. If you thought the invisible wall of Gilberto was great, this guy is literally invisible for the full 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't great. I mean, look, I always remember uh, him for that absolute, that absolute scream he scored. I think it was an the season. Yeah, Goodison Park, yeah. Beat him 6-1. Was that that game? Yeah, I think I remember you saying that. That's why it popped into my head as well. But yeah, overall, shite. Tag is an Arsenal player, Denilson. Crab footballing machine. It was 67 bids. <laughs> 67 bits. What was it? I don't know if that's been Photoshop, but I do remember it. That is quite funny. That is Um, funny. One thing about Arsenal fans, we definitely have a sense of humour, right? I think that's football in general, though, isn't it? That's one thing I always love about, I think we all love it about football. Is I mean, we've probably even been at games where, you know, as fans, we've probably had a chance sang at us or about our fans that you can't, you know, it's it's annoying, isn't it? Because it's, 
you know we are, that's one of the things i love about it. it's just banter but and some people take it too far but you know cheeky songs make quick yeah those quick snap songs that come on a match day you know with the uh, football fans in there you know you can't help but but giggle at the odd one every now even when it's aimed at you right because it's just that's part and parcel of it and some of the chants that do come up are fucking brilliant um, you know, just literally, you'll make up a song about someone that even someone that's in the crowd, right? That's always close to the away, and how often has that happened? Um, oh, you fat bastard, for example. There's always someone who gets their belly out as well. <laughs> well there you go. I literally just said it, you fat bastard, and then you're like, yeah, there's always someone who gets their belly out. Usually, those mental Newcastle fans. What? What's their obsession with taking jerks off? By the way, freezing, mate. Completely off topic. I was sort of browsing YouTube this morning as you do, and I came across that yeah Portsmouth fan. Who wears yes. like the big, the massive hat? He's like middle name is Portsmouth Football Club. Um, wow. He is what? What an absolute loon! Like he wears like I don't know if he still does it. This was like ten years ago. Mm. He has the massive hat, the little shorts, the waistcoat, these mm. massive clown shoes. I just couldn't be asked all that. That's a lot of bag, isn't it? It's like I think all clubs have got uh, a few characters within the support support base that everybody knows. Um, Look, I'm not saying that AF, I'm not going to use AFTV as an example here because that's different. But I remember growing up and he still goes to games, I believe. The pirate. Um, who, sorry? You know about the pirate? Not the pirate chap. No, for me, it's Bazza, um, the half and half kit wearing guy. Oh, yeah, I've seen he's, him. A lot yeah. Games. So like, he's been going for years, mate, ever since I was a kid. I even remember standing next to him, you know, as a, what, I was about five, six, I think, Ipswich away. Uh, FA Cup game, mate, literally freezing, freezing cold. It doesn't matter the conditions. That bloke's there in his shorts, mate. Half an hour. He wears socks as well. Yeah, he does the full shabam, doesn't he? Odd socks, half an hour shorts, half an hour shirt. And, uh, you know, yeah. I, I've not seen him for ages. This is the thing. I mean, I don't know how old that bloke is now. Do you know what I mean? He must be knocking on. I always remember when he was in a Coca Cola advert way back when, uh, back in the day. I show my age, Jesus Christ. So moving on, actually, I wanted to uh, bring this up because last week marked two years of Mikel Arteta, mm. which is incredible when you think about it. Um, I think a lot of us didn't really expect him to to last two years. I know I certainly didn't. Um, and we also judge him at Christmas as well. You know, if you're judging him from where we are now, I don't think you can yep. knock him, right? Nope. But with that in mind, I've got I've got the lineup here. Um, I just thought it'd make an interesting conversation. Same, I, I pulled it up as well. It's it's it is it's mad, isn't it? I mean, you reel it off there, and I'd love to go through it and actually see yeah, who's still absolutely. there. Worth mentioning as well um, that Ramsdale was actually in goal for Bournemouth. Well, he was oh, as well, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it was it was Leno in goal, Ainsley, uh, Maitland Niles, the right back, Socrates, David Louise, <laughs> Socrates, and David Louise. It's kind mm. out, but rhyme again. I at mm. center half, Saka at left back. I don't know who's that. Seventy-seven Saka. Never heard of him. Torreira, Jacker in the midfield. Um, Nelson, Özil, Aubameyang, and then Lacazette in front with a bench of Pepe, Mustafi, Martinez, uh, Mavropanos, Willock, Doozy, and Smith Rowe. Crazy, um, isn't it? The amount it of is change. crazy. Three players, mate. Literally three players still playing consistently for this team at the minute, and the rest are either gone or benched in two years. I mean, I put a tweet out, didn't I? You, you mentioned it, like, about, um, I really feel like we can get behind this current Arsenal team and you really, you buy into the, the idea of these players and there's that mm. real connection. 
um, mm. and almost of a love of the, you know the, the 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 love for the club has been reignited. Um, yeah. Whereas with these players, it just felt very alien. Um, so we'll, we'll go for the players. We have obviously Leno. He's really fallen out of favours, hasn't he? I think since Martinez came in, did a good job, and yeah, that that sort of marks you know his downfall. Uh, yeah. It was the beginning of the end for him. Yeah. Maitland Niles, he's linked with a move abroad. I think is it Roma? Where when's he not linked with a move? Um, just just very quickly yeah. on the just real quickly on him. I can't help but look at the you know the opposites here, right? On on the right and left back of this starting lineup, Saka and Ainsley. Mm. And it's funny, they both come through the academy. One's obviously much more talented than the other. Don't get me wrong when I'm saying this, but you're talking about being alien and you know not connecting with certain players. Like he's just one for me where you want to, but at the same, because he comes from you know he comes through Hale End and you, there's always that buzz around the the youth that comes through and you want them to succeed. But with Ainsley, it's just you can't help but go. You just absolutely fucked your own career because there was yeah. a lot of ability with him and you know utility player comes to mind. But if you look at the attitude of the bloke on that day who started at left back, by the way. His overall attitude meant he could, and obviously, don't get me wrong, not just his attitude, his ability, but he's connected with us. But it's, it's, it's the way he applies himself when he plays or puts on the shirt. You can't knock it. Whereas Ainsley, you're always looking at him going, you don't want to be there. You always give, you know, you always want to say you're this, that or the other. Whereas I look at Saka and it's just like, he didn't really care. He's never once come out and said, I'm this or this, or I want to do this. He just gets in the starting 11, wherever it fucking has been, and, and played his socks off, mate. And that's... He does his talking on the pitch, doesn't he? Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, um, and I think with Ainsley, and I've said this on, on countless times, like he's not new on the scene. Like this is two years ago, right? Um, yeah, and you know we're two years down the line, and it's still we're still having the conversations. You know, what's his best position? Like he's never established himself in the team, and I just feel mm. like um, maybe it's time to to, to sort of um, yeah, let him be. Let him, yeah, let him be. But I think you know for the player as well, right? He wants to, he wants to play first team football. I don't think it's ever going to happen at Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, moving on to the centre half, Socrates and David Luiz. I think the, the less said about them two clowns, the better. Um, yeah. I think I think David Luiz was quite important for us um, at times last season, just having that kind of experience. Sure. And that you know, he is a bit of a leader, and he was popular in the dressing room. And I yeah, think he was popular, and you can't we, knock we that. Miss, right, we miss those players. Yeah, yeah, you can't knock that. He was just he's always had an error in him, didn't he? Really. Yeah, look, we knew that with David Luiz anyway. That was even in his prime, mate. He could just flip a switch and he'd just do something batshit mental. Um, That's just just how he is as a person. But, you know, I think you look at him and how influential he was around the place, whether you like that or not. I think, you know, a lot of the, you know, younger players, Saka in particular, come out and said, you know, how great he was for for them and those lot with the advice. And I'm sure it was, you know, that's a big transition for that group of players who are now doing the business on the pitch week in, week out for us. But yeah, the the rest of it, fuck me, sorry, Trace. No, absolutely. Um, moving to midfield, we've got Torreira and Xhaka, both still Arsenal players. Um, Torreira won't be for long, though, that's for no. sure. I think he's done, isn't he? And then Nelson is or Bamiang and Lacazette. Is is where is Nelson? Is he is he in Holland? Is he? Uh, is it f- no? Final order? No. Was he? Is he a final order? I've got a feeling uh, that was. I mean, to be honest, you look COVID, much like the current time that we're living yeah, in he between is, Christmas he's and New Year. He's he's on loan at final. And I haven't heard anything of any note. Um, because I remember when he went on on loan to was it Hoffenheim or something like that he went Germany didn't he and he he started well, 
but then just tailed off again. It just it's just attitude, mate, and application. I think for Nelson, he's, he's, he's not not good enough, is he? I think I there's don't a, write him off. No, he's, I mean, he's old enough now, though, mate. Old, exactly. You know, you know, at the, you know, at twenty two, mate, at the, the professional level, you know if you've got a play on your hands or not, and if you if you're still having the conversation like we are now, that's enough. Yeah, that's enough for Arsenal, mate. That's enough for me. If you're if you want to be a mid-table fodder team, then continue having this conversation for the next two, three years. Do you know what I mean? But we yeah. talk about being ruthless. We did it last year with Willock, right? This is the you know this is the earliest example of doing things the right way. We were how much for for Willock? Twenty five. Twenty five million, right? And he thought he was leaving Arsenal to go and get first team football. It's mental, isn't it? They've moved a striker into centre mid. He's not getting his game. He's not even getting a game at Newcastle. And we were all sat here going, should we renew him? No, we've seen enough. Great. Moving on. Great bit of business in hindsight, wasn't it? I was Unbelievable. Bit, I, I did query that at the start of the season because he, he did sort of show progress at Newcastle last season. But that's the thing, isn't it, sometimes, he, yeah. He was creating chances. But yeah, I think, yeah, Odegaard's a massive, uh, massive upgrade. And then we obviously Ozil. I think, you know, by this time he was done, wasn't he, really? Hey, he and Aubameyang and Lacazette, who I think Aubameyang's pretty much done, isn't he, now? And Lacazette, there's a, there's an argument to say, maybe keep him on for another year. I'm not sure. I think it all depends about who you bring in, right? I think if, if we can bring in, I think, you know, he's he's reached his ceiling. Um, oh, he's massively reached his ceiling. You, you keep yeah. him for, you know, as, as to kind of have that, that support and, and that leadership and that experience, I think that and nothing else really, right? He's he's, he's not he's not he's not going to get his twenty goals a season. Absolutely not. Um, I would love to have him in the squad though next season, but only for next season. And I think that's going to be the stumbling block for everybody involved. Is you're not going to get more than a one year extension out of Arsenal. You're just not. Uh, but then that has a knock on effect of, for him, not for us, because we'll never get any money from him anymore um, because of the age he is. But. He's probably looking, going, well, I can leave on a free this year, maybe get a three-year contract. Whereas if he stays with us for a year, he might not be able to get that that offer mm. somewhere else. And, you know, he's done enough. I think, you know, he's started quite a lot lately. Um, yeah, he doesn't score the goals, but it's the other aspect for him. And that's been the case all season, maybe even in chunks of last, where we were just like, we know we're not getting the goals necessarily, but it's the way he brings in the other players. You know, look at Martinelli, the runs that he's making off of him. Um, which I'm much better than than Aubameyang was offering, and then when Smith Rowe comes on, they seem to have a nice little connection between them. It's the, it's the link up play, isn't it? It's the one thing I actually, funnily enough, look back at Giroud on quite quite fondly. I always thought Giroud's link up play, um, for as much as he could frustrate the living fuckery out of you, um, his link up play was was top notch in the way he could bring in other players, and you need that, and it, it clearly shows that this Arsenal side need that. But like you said, if if we go out and sign the, you know, the striker we really want. I still wouldn't be against him staying in that Arsenal side for one more year um, and contributing as and where he can. To be honest, yeah, no, I would agree with that. I just, yeah, I think for me, it's it's about making sure he's not the main man, right? He's 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 the side man who oh, comes on, and um, yeah. And then uh, as for our bench, we had Pepe, Mustafi, Martinez, Mavropanos. What a name that is, Mavropanos. Um, mm. Willock, Gwendouzi and Smith-Rowe. Do you reckon there's any Arsenal fans out there with Mavropanos 27 on this? 100%. Got, yeah, definitely. Got be, right? Yeah, got to be, because he burst into the squad and looked quite good. And it's it's funny that you, you've actually touched on him because I was going to as well, and I'm sure you've seen 
the story surrounding him and the the sell-on clauses that he has. But we, you know, they, we're going to sell him, I think, for three million or something stupid, um, and then they're going to sell him on immediately to 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 Dortmund or someone, I think, for a lot more than three million. Let's put it that way. I just think it's a poorly managed situation from Arsenal. Um, not, I'm not going to say again because I like to think that you know the exact, there's been so much change at the top of the Arsenal ranks that you know we're being ran differently now. But I think that's one player where I was just like, if you're going to lose that much money, that's poor management on our part. But look, I'm not going to get into the negatives today because everything's rosy, uh, so no need. Is he? Was he quite? Is he quite a good player? Is he? I, I don't know much about. Him. Look, the, we saw signs. You remember when he burst in, and we we're like, Jesus Christ, we've got a we've got a centre half here. Um, mm. And then he had that. There was a game towards the end of the season. I think it was Leicester away, and he got sent off. And we've just never really seen him since. He got injured as well. Um, yeah. We've never. Really, there was always talks of him being a great player, and I think he came in around. Was it the Sven Mislintat sort of era? That sort yeah. of thing was going on. Yeah, it might have been around then, but. Clearly, look, if Dortmund or something like that are looking at him, he's obviously developing quite nicely. But who with that in mind, who cares? We we've got, who we've cares? Got we've got, we've got, and, we've got and possibly Saliba yeah. to come back. So, exactly. it's it's funny actually. On, on the subject of the shirts, I was on the Arsenal shirt collectors Facebook page earlier looking at, um, you know, they, they didn't like that Christmas challenge, like the oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And um, there's we've got like today, there's, there's 29. So we've got a lot. We've got a Kim Kalstrom. We've got a Gwendouzi, a Shamak. Um, wow. Yesterday, this guy's got three Joe Willocks shirts. Um, I've got one Joe Willock shirt, which is mad. Just, would you believe? Oh, I, just, I don't know why you get Joe Willock on your shirt. It wasn't a personal choice. Well, mate. Yeah, no, but I'm just going to explain that. It's not a personal choice. Um, I wasn't... You know me, I love the shirts, got the, you know, love the collection and all that sort of stuff. But there was obviously throughout the years, there's been shirts which I think are pretty shit, to be honest with you. And the way that Adidas built up that they were going to redo the bruised banana and then that came out, I was a bit disappointed. Um, it was a bit of a cop out. And also, just on a side note, this is completely random, but if you look at West Brom's current away kit, they were playing the other day against Derby, I think it was. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that. How much more? That was a Puma shirt, right? I couldn't help but think, why the fuck didn't you design that when you were making Arsenal kits, you twats? It looks so much like the Bruce Banana, mate. It's unbelievable. Off subject, did you see the goal? The, uh, the Derby goal? Yes, I did see the goal, <laughs> yes. Listeners, if you haven't seen the goal, YouTube Derby West Brom, it's, it's worth a watch. Um, Basically, just think of Calamity Arsenal, yeah. David Luiz. You know, it's it's very Manuel Almunia, isn't it? Like, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, we know um, that one. Yeah, no, it's yeah. crazy. Like, um, I've got some members here. This guy, this guy's got, he's got, he's got four Kieran Gibbs shirts. He's got Campbell twenty eight. Um, another bad. Willer. It's crazy, really. Someone's Just got back a on that Willer thing. Larson shirt thirty nine. Sebastian Larson. He was a, he was a, he had a good career, didn't he? He was a solid footballer, I think. Not great, but just solid. But just back to the Joe Willock thing. I didn't buy that. I didn't buy that shirt brand new. I bought it second hand, and it already had. Joe Willock on the back, and I was just like, Do you know, what? I don't really care to be honest. <laughs> no, really, yeah. So, there you go, there you go. Wouldn't have done it through choice, fortune. be worth a fortune. Oh, yeah. When he bags 40 goals for this informed top of the league Newcastle side next year, yeah. Um, everyone will be looking back, and Willock was amazing. We knew nothing. He'll be playing this year, he'll be playing for like Everton in two or three years. That's sort of the dumping ground for like. Uh, do you know what I see? Could have been, could have been, would have been, should have been. 
I see him more at Southampton, to be honest with you. But then yeah. I'm like, you can't even get in a fucking terrible Newcastle side. So like, I think John Joe Shelby's a fucking brutal footballer at times, to be honest with you. Yeah, you can we, find we, the pass, but... Pff, we should call these players like they're going to the school of fear Walcott. I think that should be a phrase we use on the podcast. They're going to the school of fear Walcott. So we've got Willick in there. You've got Reese Nelson. I think Eddie and Ketia, he can definitely go to the school. Um who else could go in the school? Um, it's got to be well, a already, already there. I think you're better off calling it the school of Wobey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. It would be a bit harsh, but I think the school of Fear Walker has a better ring to it. Do you not think? Um, I think it has much of a muchness. Uh, basically, <laughs> the school of joint of Wobey Walcott. Um, fuck me. Yeah, we could fill that school 10 times over. Let's put Honestly. It over the years. Absolutely. Um, moving on, have you got uh, one good, one bad for the day? Oh, Jesus, this has been coming up and I've been trying to think about it throughout because you asked me. A little bit start. of context well, for the listener. At the start of every podcast, we sort of have a little rundown of, of, of the bits and bobs. And I always say to Calvin, have you got your one good, one bad? He says, no. He goes, but Arsenal won, so maybe I'll just, I'll just use that one. <laughs> the easy cop-outs. Yeah, my cop-out. one good is, is obviously Arsenal. Oh, go on. Right, my one good. Actually, no, I'll go one bad first. Okay. I need some thinking time for the good. Um, my one bad... Actually, hang on, have I got this the wrong way around? Oh, Jesus Christ. Looking at this. I'll have to ask you first. Did United and West Ham drop points? They did, didn't they? West Ham lost to Southampton. Then they, they won yesterday. United lost. No, they drew Newcastle, yeah. And Spurs drew with Southampton. Yeah. Okay. There's been so oh, many games. It's hard to keep yeah, up. There's, yeah, there has been a lot. And then there's been so many games that cancelled. I can't keep up with it. But okay, I'm, that's going to be my one good then. My one good is that sides around us have dropped points over Christmas. I think that's decent. Okay. Is that acceptable? Uh, I mean, it's it's a cop-out. It is a cop-out. Um, that, would de- that sort of behaviour would definitely get you in the school of fear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I haven't even got one for for one bad. So what's yours? I mean, I'm just I need some more thinking time, and I might even just, um, I might go full one, Liam and just agree with you. Full Liam. So my one bad is still the it's it's the impending restrictions that that I feel like is going to happen. Hang on a minute, you're just making up a one. I can do that. I could say, well, my one bad is I think a meteor dude. might hit the Earth in 2022. It's an, it's, um, it's, it's, it's an impending bad. And as, it, as, it as host, I have the I have free range to to do what I want. So fuck you. <laughs> as host, Jesus Christ. Um, and my one good, it's New Year's on Friday, and uh, yeah, we're in England. He hasn't locked all the pubs, so we can go out. Everything's oh. good in my world because I can go and drink. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> More like <laughs> to be fair, I did have to isolate for Christmas for ten days, so that was tedious so i have yeah, you um, have yeah that is like fair it. point that should be your one bad really like covid christmas i mean that's pretty yeah, it was, pre- it was, it was pretty, pretty it, was, it was it was absolutely shot i mean like last christmas was shit hmm. um this christmas is was sort of like hold my beer um yeah yeah i was 2022 yeah. yeah there can't be any worse right have you have you got a one bad <laughs> Um, my one bad no I actually don't have anything bad mate uh, going on at the minute because I'm off work and you know I'm not going back until next week Arsenal are good 
all the other teams have been shit, which is good. Uh, what what can there be? Help help me out, Steve. I mean, what? I'm not, none of this making fabrications up to be bad. Do you know what I mean? Like scraping the barrel. What about the game being called off yesterday? Is, is it good? A, I mean, it's a good and a bad, isn't it? I don't it's mind a feeble it. attempt at a warm pass. Yeah, I've got nothing though, mate. So do you know what? That can be the one good because it rested our players. Yeah. Um, and gives us extra rest ahead of City. So yeah. Basically, when, when we do like one good, one bad, I'm gonna have to give you about a month's notice. Just so I think so. Yeah. Think so. Um well, fortunately, I have come prepared from this day, and I'm actually gonna give you a bit of a choice today because there was a few games. Um, There's only one that springs to mind. I've, I have seen one okay. which has popped up in the memories. Right. Well, so on this day in uh, 2003, we beat Southampton 1-0. Boring. Uh, on this day in 2007, we beat Everton 4-1. Boring. On this day in 2012. This is the one. Yeah, we beat we Newcastle 7-3. And, and our man, the school of Fear Walcott. In it. Um, scored, scored a hat trick. He did. What a day! So yeah, I'm I'm going to go for that one. Okay. If you, if you weren't sure in the build-up that that was what I was going to pick, I, I thought you might. Um, Arsenal seven, Newcastle three. Yep. Um, I've already given you one of the goal scorers, so that's yep. a little bit. So we knew this game. anyway. That one's easy. That one. But can you name the lineup? I think we went for. They've listed it as a four-five-one. But I think okay. you, could, you could argue it's a 4 4 2 with the players. Okay. okay. In goal. Everyone's favourite smoker. Yeah. Chesney. By the way, I was at that infamous game, Southampton away. That was on New Year's Day. We lost four. Was it four now? Two, two nil away at Southampton. Marne. I thought they were like four nil. No, it was two, mate. Unfortunately, it was a very bleak New Year's Day. Um, yeah, less said about that. Yeah. Okay, Shazer's in goal then. Yeah. Cool. 2012. Jesus. Bear in mind, you, you, you asked for this game. and you, Yeah, and I, yeah because yeah, it's, yeah. that doesn't mean I know the 11. It's the most entertaining game. Like, if you're coming at me with a 1-0 or a 7-3, I'm going for the 7-3, right? Okay. Come on. Who's so, a fullback? Uh, fullback. Um... Right back would be Bakary Sanya. Yeah. This is the anniversary kit year. I have to say that to you most times I do this because that's the way I remember squad players, which is mad. It's not. Is it? Oh, no, it's one with the blue hoops, isn't it? Yeah. It's our last night kit. A good kit. Yeah, it was a solid Qual- kit. Quality yeah. kit. Okay. Stop trying to buy time. That's all I need. Uh, Sanya right back. Centre-backs, Kishoni. Yeah. And I'm going to throw in the Terminator. Yeah. For all I know, you could just be looking at this on your computer right now. You can't see me, mate. I've literally written it down in front of me. I'm just prolonging it to make it me, you know, seem more believable. I reckon you'll throw like one wrong one in there just, just for the yeah. just for the authenticity, right? Well, obviously, Steve. I mean, you know, never once have I sat down and I think gone, right, there's your starting 11, bang, 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 all the way through without fucking it up somewhere. Um, and it's usually midfielders where I get really lost in it, let's be honest. Yeah. Okay, so left back. Shit. You Ooh, Nacho Montreal. You've already, Nacho done, no, I only done, done. done. No, I haven't. I only done Sanya. Okay. Uh, no, not Nacho Montreal. Not Nacho Man. Okay. At least you've gone at this point. 
Fuck, who else did we have? No. Is your Google down, is it? You what, sorry? Is your Google not working? No, nah, it's gone down, mate. The internet's not working. It's Kieran Fuck. Gibbs. Kieran Gibbs? Fucking hell. What was streaming there? Yeah, KG. Yeah. Not great. Not great at all. You could go in the school of fear, Walcott, we'll funny enough. Yeah, there's a few of them actually. There's a few, yeah. Midfielders is definitely Santi. Yeah. I'm going to put Jackie Wilshire in there as well. Yeah. And also everyone's favourite Arsenal manager, Mikel Arteta. Yeah. Now I'm fucked. You're doing well here. Uh, Was Theo Walcott in the midfield, or was he up front this day? The the head teacher of the school of fear, Walcott, was was listed as our forward. Oh, yeah, because that was that was around the time he said he wanted to be a forward, wasn't it? That makes sense. I mean, he did well in this game. He scored three, so he did. That. I always remember what the, you the can't last knock one. him. No, you can't knock him in this game. It's good goals, and there was the one where he got fouled, slid across the floor, and I think nutmeg someone as he got up and then managed to score. That was a good goal. Um, no, that was in this game. Oh, okay. No, but funny enough, yeah, I know the one you're talking about, Chelsea. Something similar happened there too. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was great. That's funny, isn't it? Um, two more midfielders then. Well, one of them's a striker, really. I don't know why is this is a midfielder. One's a striker. Oh, is it? Oh, fucking hell! I actually really rated him. I wish he stayed longer. Lucas Podolski. Yeah. Absolute hammer of a left foot that chap. Yeah, I, I think like if, if we'd have had him when we had like Van Persie, there would have been mm. a real good partnership there. I just don't think we had anyone he, he relied on. They, yeah, he signed. Things. Did he not sign the summer that yeah, Van Persie yeah. left, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, one more. I'm going to go... Thomas Rosicki, was he playing then? No, it was not Thomas Rosicki. It was the ox. The ox. Fucking hell. Um, yeah. So it Stop. was uh, Chesney, Gibbs, Sanya, Vermarlin, Kashawani, Arter, Podolsky, Wilshire, Oxley Chamberlain, Santi Cazola, and Fiala Walcott. And then on the bench, we had uh, Vito Minoni, Joanne uh, Giroux, Thomas Rizicki, Aaron Ramsey, Francis Cockland, Oliver Giroux, and Jovino. Jovino. Every time I hear that fucker's name. My head just cannot. It's like a screenshot that just appears in my head when you hear Javino, the, the the picture of him in his Roma kit when the headbands come off every yeah. time. It's every actually time. quite interesting because on the Sky Sports app, it gives you um, like when the match was in the week. Mm. So that was, um, we played 19 and we were fifth in the league on 33 points. Uh, Man United were top on 49. So by Christmas, we'd already <laughs> fell. Foul, uh, way way below the pack. Liverpool were, were ninth on 28 points. I'm telling you, the similarity between Arsenal and Liverpool, mate, at times, you know, I just think that we've turned into they, you know, they them 10 years ago, mm. basically. Um, and now they're great and we're them, yeah. Wow, well, we're probably a bit worse than they were because at least they they've always been a good European side, haven't they, Liverpool? Which is always annoying. Um, yeah. I wish we could have been doing that whilst being pretty shit in the league, but there we go. I think I think this was Fergie's last season, wasn't it? Fergie's they last season. Yeah, 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 it would have been. 
crazy they haven't won they haven't come anywhere near it since i don't think that's a shame isn't it not really <laughs> what a shame <laughs> not <laughs> not at all yeah not even in the slightest mate not even in the slightest but uh should we should we wrap it up there steve is there anything else you wanted to kind of go into at all or um i've, I've, I've written like a, a short haiku that i wanted to recite i've been doing some poetry you got time for that so is it just an Arsenal chant that you've just, re- just recycled yeah, over and over no, and over, no, and over just, again? Just, just prolonging the the uh, the listener. Sorry, yeah, guys. It's a bit harsh. It's a bit harsh. But look, I guess we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, before I go into it, once again, Merry Christmas to you all. Uh, we hope you had a, you know an enjoyable festive period with friends and loved ones where possible. And obviously, look, the Arsenal dishing up, you know, the full Christmas dinner. Uh, with all the trimmings over the last week or so has been pretty, pretty entertaining to say the least. But thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. If you've got the time, we'd really appreciate uh, a review uh, or five stars on Apple. It really helps us out. And if only you want to follow five. only five, that's the most you can do, Steve. All right. I mean, we you can't ask for You can't give a six out of five, unfortunately. No. Uh, I know. Look at that, probably. Steve. Just. Just, just interrupting my outro there. What a prick. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to follow any of us on the social media platforms, feel free to do so. Steve, he can be found on Twitter and Instagram at in the clock end. Uh, myself, you'll find me on Twitter at underscore the arse underscore and Instagram at the Arsenal shirt. And Liam, who unfortunately couldn't join us today, he's back to reality, working nine till five. And that's a pain in the bollocks. So, so anyone who's got to do that, I feel for you. But he can be found on uh, Twitter at Gronin Guna. So please keep an eye on our social feeds for information on the next podcast. But until then, look after yourselves, look after each other. Take care. Goodbye.